I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, everybody. Welcome back inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is Practice Report. It's brought to you by Byers Auto. That is Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. And Ohio State is one day closer to their road trip to Nebraska for an early kickoff on Saturday as the November stretch run begins. Uh, we know for a fact that one thing Ohio State not talking about is being number five in the college football playoff rankings. Those came out the first batch. Uh, everyone should probably ignore them, but then this would be a lot uh, more boring uh, sport if we didn't have any of this debate. I just think it looks clear like it always does, Berm, that if Ohio State wins out, they're going to the college football playoff. And that was the one thing that there Munford said, uh, Chris Olave said, everyone who was asked about it, we're not talking about it. We know if we went out, we're going back to the playoff. Yeah, Ryan Day's talked for the last couple of weeks about the match, the March Madness thing. Like, you just got to win in advance, win in advance. And after last weekend's game against Penn State, I think Ohio State, any chance of trying to, as I said uh, Tuesday, any chance of trying to sleepwalk through this is not going to happen. And if you listen to the guys tonight, they were all very focused on the fact and that, hey, Nebraska may be three and six, but they're not that bad. And uh, they need to come with their A game at, at uh, 11 o'clock. Saturday morning. You were just trying to convince them Nebraska was good. Hey, it's on tape. <laughs> it's on tape. It is on tape. Yeah, I think, you know, when you look at the way this entire thing plays out, Ohio State has a couple more chances for marquee wins, and then you talk about going on the road at Nebraska. Meanwhile, the team's in front of them. One of them's going to – one of them has to lose. Right. Uh, and then another one doesn't have any more good games on its schedule to be found in Oregon. And so <laughs> if Ohio State wins, like you said, there's nothing to worry about with this team. And I think that kind of helps them because – uh, you know, as opposed to the other years where a little bit of the pressure was on, you know, being undefeated and trying to stay in that mix. Now it's, okay, you have to win or you're not in that mix and you have to try to get into it. And so I think that's going to help fuel this team. Not that it needed any more motivation, but there is a little bit of fire lit under these guys knowing that, hey, they're not one of the four best teams right now and they, they still have a chance to be one. Yeah, one of the cool things, though, about the uh, rankings coming out when they do, which are won't be anywhere, maybe won't be anywhere close to what the the final ones are, is, is listen to them justify, <laughs> listen to Barta, those guys justify uh, why this guy is this, why in UC in the top four, et cetera. It's just always interesting to me because if you go back and replay all the all the uh, conference, press conferences before the last many years, it's the same hullabaloo, you know? And uh, so, yeah. Well, it's oh, not the same. It's different every single week. No, but it's the same. <laughs> it's the same BS. I mean, I can justify yeah. it this way. Because gotcha. like you and I yeah. talked about, you can say you can justify it any way you want to, but right. this is what it is. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, Ohio State clearly wins out it goes uh, because that means Michigan State's going to get beat. And uh, like you just said, Georgia or Alabama is going to get beat. So, uh, you know, just let the Ducks fall with the word. I think this team, what from what I noticed, yeah. yeah <laughs> the Ducks. Unintended. Yeah, yeah that was job. that definitely was. I mean, that's going to be interesting. If you can't see the difference in Ohio State now compared to that day, but that's another story. Yeah. Uh, I just like the way these guys were talking about Nebraska. They, they're they aware Nebraska's only lost, has lost all these games but by eight points or fewer. They're understanding they're going into a situation, a combine, so to speak, uh, that uh, uh, <laughs> where you've got a desperate coach with a desperate quarterback and uh, – but, you know, you can also look at it the other way. Nebraska always finds a way to screw it up in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, I think they know that. And it's 
it, it won't be hard though for Ohio State, and at least it doesn't seem to be for these guys that we talked to tonight to focus in because they've seen Adrian Martinez a lot of times and they know the upside. They'll also know that there are plays that can be made against him. Yeah. They know that Scott Frost had, at times has come up with some plays that would keep them off balance just in games that they played against each other. And as Berm was talking to them about them being three and six and the teams that they've played and, and you know put scares into, they will have seen that. You know, Thayer Munford's, again, you know, talking about watching every game that they've played this year, uh, as well as the meetings from the past. Like Ohio State doesn't generally have much trouble with Nebraska in this series, but um, the fact that they cannot lose another game, as Spencer said, that they have the March Madness mentality that Byrne brought up, that all those close games, I, it would be really easy to call this game a trap game, but it can't be one if you see it coming. No, and that's the whole point. I mean, you look at Nebraska, and, and I think it is interesting, and I think maybe that's something we overlooked a week ago with Penn State. Penn State had already played Auburn. They'd played a big-time team that in, in a big-time primetime game, and much like Ohio State at Indiana, where we talked about how they'd already been through that night game on the road. So that atmosphere wasn't going to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Penn State wasn't going to be surprised by the speed of Ohio State. Uh, and, and Nebraska's not going to be surprised because they've played Oklahoma's offense. They know what that type of speed is about. They've played Michigan State's offense and Michigan's offense. So they understand that road grader, you know, run heavy mentality that Ohio State can switch to. I think it sets up for a game that is going to be tighter than people think. And if you remember two years ago in Lincoln, Scott Frost did this thing where they just ran the ball with the fullback up the middle a bunch of times and like no one they expected dusted that. off the ni- mid 90s triple option. Exactly. You know, and and they do have and then they threw it. Yeah, you know, they have versatility <laughs> in their offense that a lot of teams in the Big 10 don't have. They're second in passing yards, but they're fifth in rushing yards. Like they have an opportunity to mix things up and as long as Scott Frost and Adrian Martinez don't just make a bonehead couple plays or decisions, mm. I think that you're going to see a tighter game in the first half than maybe people think until the Buckeyes' talent stretches them out. That might be a big ask, though. Yeah, go ahead. I think what's interesting about, you know, they they all say, we've watched the tape. We know how good this team actually is. We know what this team's actually capable of. But if they watch the tape, the flip side of that coin is they see a team that can't mentally get out of its own way. And I think that's one of the things that Ohio State has had trouble with in short spurts this season is, you know, sometimes the Buckeyes, I think, just get in their own way. That This is... Ohio State to the nth degree with Nebraska as far as not being able to get out of its own way. And so I think when you look at this game, Ohio State needs to be focused, yes. But if you get on the field and you realize Nebraska is not very focused because they have the capability of being you know, way out in left field, this game could get ugly quickly. And I think that's one of the weird things about it is there's not going to be like a close, like, uh, you know, Ohio State win. I think it's either, you know, a full-on upset or a blow. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well, yeah, yeah Buckeyes have to go out and throw a haymaker early, right, Tim? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying yeah. to well, That's what they you, did last time out there. Them. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, this very – a week ago, we were standing on this field, and I remember I, I posed that question, what kind of Penn State team is going to be coming in here? Uh, they've lost their uh, – their main goal, which is playing for going for the college football playoff, uh, probably the Big Ten championship uh, game, they lost that. And what you saw was you saw a team come in and fight its rear end off. And uh, what you also saw, though, and like like Austin and I were talking about, you also saw an Ohio State offense that didn't finish things uh, like it could have or should have and made it a closer game than it was. Like I keep saying, Ohio State was closer to 50 points than they were 30 points last week. And uh, so I'm curious, uh, you know, what Nebraska could have gleaned from that defensive tape that they can use on their own, how much fight they will have in there, in how much fight will be in them, considering what the situation is with their head coach, et cetera. And I think this is a, like you just talked about, Berm. It's hard to get a grip on this game. It could be closer than you think. I think the biggest. I mean, it's a fourteen-point spread, right? Yeah. Which is interesting. The difference between, you know, those two is I don't think what Penn State did was a, some schematic answer for Ohio State's offense because. I don't believe that there is one. Good players. Good players are the only way that you have a chance against this Ohio State offense. And as Spencer alluded to, if they commit penalties, if they, you know, Turn if they the fumble the football, um, you know, that's going to obviously, if they're behind the chains because of that, or the play calling is slow to adjust to what the opponent's giving them, that's the only thing that has slowed them down. And then good players that are able to capitalize and keep it close. I don't see that part. I, th- I could see Nebraska potentially being able to move the ball on this Ohio State defense that you know they're going to be without Steel Chambers, who I think is the best linebacker at this point in the season. For you know, You may be able to throw it at times, but you know we've also seen Adrian Martinez a lot of times. And the flip side to what brought this to this conversation is that Nebraska's defense, you know, they're not – the black shirts are long gone. Those are not in the wardrobe they anymore. They don't have the athletes Penn yeah. State has on defense. Plus, what I was alluding to is the fact that Illinois ran for 350 yards or so against that same Penn State defense that Ohio State – had trouble finding running lanes until basically, and it wasn't ever consistent. And, and that's what kind of blew your mind a little bit. I think a lot of people who watched that game of the Illinois game, but I, but I kept pointing out to people, Illinois didn't score very many points, you know? And, uh, and, and they ran eight, nine offensive linemen out there every play. Exactly. I mean, that, that was, that, exactly. Penn State, I mean, we, can, we don't need to relitigate the Penn State game necessarily, but it was clear they tried to skate past Illinois without doing anything. Yes in order to, to kind of catch Ohio State off guard. Nebraska Oops. went out of their way last week to, you know, they had a big game against Purdue, one of their rivals in, in the Big Ten West. They had another huge letdown in the second half where they just fell apart. This is a team that last week we talked, is has Penn State, has James Franklin lost his team? And, and I didn't think that it had happened yet. It may happen now more so than it did before the Ohio State game, because if you win that one, you salvage it. I think Nebraska's in a very similar situation. If they yeah. go out and get their doors blown off, Scott Frost's job is in jeopardy if he goes out and loses by 40 points to Ohio State. I, I honestly think if they have another eight-point loss, I think he'll keep his job through Oof. this year, to be honest. But I, I think hmm. that a blowout is a is a uh, career-ender for Scott Frost. I think, I think that was the game that they had to win. I mean, Trev Alberts felt comfortable enough to go to a wedding last week instead of uh, monitoring that at home and finds out they lose to Purdue. And I agree with Austin. But, I think that was the big one. Uh, anyway, yeah, Spencer, you had some. Uh, just to kind of, I guess, put a bow on the Penn State to Nebraska uh, thing and the Ohio State offense and trying to slow them down. Like Penn State was 
if nothing else, Penn State was a little resilient in the way that Ohio State took a 10-point lead, Penn State come back, came back, threw another punch. Ohio State took another lead, Penn State came back, drove down the field, ended up turning the ball over. But the point remains, like Penn State was able to continue to try to throw punches. Whether they landed or not, they continued to throw them. And you wonder with a Nebraska team that's three and six that doesn't really have a lot to play for right now other than its own coach's job and, and is going to throw a lot at Ohio State, you wonder how long those punches can even be thrown. And when you're playing a team as relentless and, I guess, to steal a, a Texas moniker, all gas, no brakes, that Ohio State actually Wait is, a minute. That, that you're Ohio calling State, that a Texas moniker, well, Spencer? I, but that, that's just Have what, you ever met Anthony Schlegel? It's okay. a wonderful college football cliche. But, yeah, it's a great cliche. But, you know, this, Ohio, a race State, car thing. this Ohio State <laughs> offense really does epitomize that. And when you look at the way they play, can Nebraska continue to throw those? I don't think so. Here's so, the thing. I was trying to be nice after yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And then Spencer goes and does that. And now here we go again. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, but, uh, anyway. But no, wait a minute. Let me no. No, I'm going to no, make one, with that. one more point. You take you take turnovers out of Nebraska about three or four Nebraska's games. It's a totally different year. Well, you can't. But you can't. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's my that's point. A, yeah, you, Adrian Martinez has proven over the last three plus years you can't take those out. No, of you game. can't. You that's... know he's going to be good for one or two of those, and you just got to take advantage of it. And you know why? How Ohio State's preparing for that? Cody Simon for our Wednesday update. The last people on the field, and all of the linebackers were right over here on this Jugs football machine. Can I make that same? <laughs> can I make that same prediction again this week? Making sure that they were working on their hands. I think that's two, maybe three that have, Cody Simon has had a real opportunity to catch. Let yes. that one slip through his hands last week. So those linebackers will be trying to jump in the passing lane, uh, and I've never seen them. The linebackers. I've seen the wide receivers after practice over there doing that. First time I can remember a Wednesday night in here, Burn. Watch the video from last week's game against Purdue, and you'll see why they're doing it. Well. It's or, unbelievable. Or pop in uh, any Adrian Martinez game for the last four wow. years. Wow. Okay. True. I can't remember the linebackers doing it. True. <laughs> it would have proven your points, my point. Well, I have a lot of evidence because we've all seen Adrian Martinez play a lot of football. He will be out there again on Saturday at 11 in the morning against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Looking forward to being out there with these guys and bringing you full coverage of Ohio State and Nebraska on LettermanRow.com. It's part of the On3 Network. You can subscribe right now for $10 for an entire year. It's a wonderful deal. That's Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. This has been the Practice Report. As always, it's brought to you by Byers Auto. We will see you on Saturday in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.